You're listening to the two dumb users. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 408 of the Two Dumb Yenders. Oh, wow. This isn't just any old show, Ooh, guys. No, this is not. game day, Steelers game day. Of course, tonight, Monday night football, the Steelers take on the Cleveland Browns to try to get in the win column. Game starts at 815. Mike, I don't know if I am. Uh, I don't really know what I am. I'm a bit nervous this week. I'm excited, of course. But, uh, you know, there, there's an uncertainty in this game that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are carrying and, you know, people don't quite, they're not quite sure what to make. Yeah. I'm, I, I feel you too, man. Like I, I want the Steelers to win. I don't think we're going to win, but like the history saying we're going to win like 20 and O at home on Monday night football, we're 10 and three after 20 point losses under Mike Tomlin. Everything is like history saying, you know, hey, relax, it should be in our favor. But performance from last week is saying, no, <laughs> you yeah. should be nervous. But, you know, what we saw yesterday, teams that were bad in week one were good in week two, teams that were, you know, so it's, I'm all over the place today. I, I don't know how to feel as a Steeler fan. I want to be confident going into the Browns game because it is the Browns who we have historically beaten, but. What I saw last Sunday from us is, Dita, I'm pumping the brakes a little bit. I think that today is going to tell is a telltale game in a lot of ways because it's going to tell a lot about this team. The way that they come back this week is, you know, we're going to know is this really a good team and they just had mm-hmm. an off week, or we're we going to know if this is a you know is this just a bad team this year? Yeah, is uh. You know, so there, there's a lot going into tonight's game, and it's against Cleveland. It's against a rival Monday night. I, I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than this. So, you know, this is the Steelers' chance to show everybody that, that last week isn't going to be how the next 16 weeks play play out. But, you know, I, at this point, people just don't know. There, there's, this, is, this is one of the most un uh, – people just, just generally have this feeling right now that this team isn't good and um they they just they just don't know they don't know what to expect and, and a lot of people are leaning towards they're probably just not that good of a team after one game against you know arguably the best team that I've seen so far in the NFL this year it's really hard to say at this point so as I'm saying tonight will be that telltale game for this team I think Mike I I think it will this is my god going down zero and two now last year yeah we started off bad too but that that team felt different than this team for some odd reason if that last year we went oh and you know we started off with like oh and four or something bad like that i I don't know if this team this year can scratch back from it even though yeah we have a lot of upgrades but i i think the rest of the league improved more than we did at least right now i hate to be this negative to you know going into the into the second game but we, we didn't see the line improved, and it should have improved with Samalu coming in, taking the place of um, uh, of Kevin Dodson. You know, we thought there should have been improvement there. There wasn't. The God, the, the secondary was supposed to be much improved, and it was not. Uh, no, I think we even talked about how losing Edmonds was going to be a bigger – is a bigger loss than a lot of people put on. This the way him and Minka – communicated back there and that was one of the big issues last week was the communication of the secondary and so you lose lose a key starter you know we bring in pat peterson thinking the veteran would pick up but you know he 
he didn't look that good. He there's a lot of question marks on this team. If they go zero and two, I think the eh, this team can go off the rails quickly. Even though Tallman's great at rallying the troops, it, this one might be a bridge too far if we go off the rails early. I hate I to be that, negative. I'm normally pessimistic, but uh, this is like uncharted territory for even for me if this team goes zero and two. I think we were kind of misled as fans because again with the uh, you know all, all the work that was done in the offseason by Omar Khan and company. And everyone just assumed that every guy that we signed was going to be really good. Mm -hmm. And we even talked about it prior to the season. I mean, is this team going to, uh, you know, these guys going to be able to withhold and withstand, you know, the injury bug? Is this team going to be able to do this? Yeah. I, we, we don't know anything. You know, I, I mean, I, I hear that Cole Holcomb was pretty good and his highlights make him look pretty good. And same with a handful of other guys that we brought. But you know what? I, I just don't know. I, I don't know who this team is yet. Um, you know, I, I thought we were going to be able to establish our identity a lot faster yeah. being week one, but you know what, here we go. We're, we're, we're limping into week two. We still don't really have an identity. We abandoned the run pretty fast, but you know what, when you're getting ran off the table, the way you that we were to. last week and the defense couldn't stop anything, you know what you tend to do that you tend to abort the run and that's what happens. So again, there's so many questions that I think they're going to be answered tonight. And if this game ends up playing out like last game played where we just kind of, mm -hmm. we, we get, uh, dominated on all all facets of the game i i think maybe just maybe we may be in some trouble at you know is it is it a win or a bust i, I don't think so it, but i think by the mm -hmm. watching the way that this game plays out if this game isn't like san francisco's game even with a loss i think that there might be a ray of hope but if they come out and, and they do to us what san francisco did last yeah. week our, our rivals cleveland at home on monday night I think that we might begin to worry tonight around midnight. Yeah, that that's where I'm at right now with this team. If if we lose the way we lost against San Francisco, that's when I'm going to be worried. But if we lose to where it's a close game, a back and forth game, you know, Kenny's looking like how he kind of looked in the preseason, how we thought he would in year two. The line's playing a lot better. The defense is stepping up for you know losing Cam in the receiving core, stepping up in the absence of Deontay. I okay, okay. You know, we're showing signs that okay, week one was a fluke. Week two, you know, we're looking like we should. We should be able to compete, lose by a field goal or even a touchdown. Okay, you're you're gonna feel a whole hell of a lot more comfortable. But like you said, if we come out and lay an egg, if we get ran all over, thrown all over, offense is looking lost, then then it's time, it's time to worry. Yeah, I agree. I I don't yeah. exactly know what happened last week. Again, I, the thing that keeps coming back to me is just San Francisco was that damn good. But at the end of the day, I mean, we, mm -hmm. we should have been able to push back at some point yeah. and fight a little bit, which I guess I, I guess there were little bits and pieces here and there. We really got to bring it together. This week, I think, was yeah. a huge week at practice for the Steelers as uh, far as the psyche of the team goes. So, you know, you wonder how Coach, uh, you know, how he approached practice this week and preparation and film and everything like this. So, again, it's going to be very telling. Tonight's going to be a big game, Mike. Um, a Coopy, uh, I'm sorry, Amari Cooper is likely to be out. So we talked about his injury yesterday. Mm. Uh, he's marked as questionable at the moment, but likely to not play. Also, the Browns say their goal, they have a goal, Mike. The Browns have a goal. Their goal is to uh, eliminate Calvin Austin III. They really feel that he's the X factor. They really feel that uh, paying too much attention to the, you know, the one and two receivers might cost them by, uh, you know, kind of leaving Calvin Austin is that next player. Well, we're not worried about him. We're worried about one and two. Calvin Austin is a guy that are focused heavily, heavily on eliminating this mm -hmm. game. And that also goes for special teams as well. So I wouldn't expect to see too many punts going to, uh, yeah. to Mr. 
Austin in this game. But uh, again, the Browns tend to do things sometimes that are very, uh, you know, you leave your yeah. scratching your head. So it's going to be interesting. I think everything that comes into this game certainly makes for an interesting game more than anything. Oh, yeah. Like when I saw that report, too, they have the cornerbacks to do it. You know, Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom, they're no slouches. They have a really good secondary. So I, I don't know why they just want to focus on you know, uh, Calvin Austin, like if he's going to play in that Deontay spot, I, I just leave your corners matched one-on-one, you know, if Pick, George Pickens has great promise in the league, but he really hasn't done a whole bunch. Why well, I, I just lined Denzel Ward right up against him. And oh, until two they go start beating us, I wouldn't change too much. Yeah, though, I, wouldn't, you know I, I wouldn't change too much if I'm Cleveland. I just line up my two corners and like uh, that's just cover who's in front of you because really neither of those two have proven themselves in the league to where they where you really need safety help. George has had, you know, highlight catches here and there, but it hasn't been as consistent as we would like, as we all hope he's going to develop into that guy where you are going to have to start rotating a safety over and double team him every play. But for now, I'd just single coverage these guys until they beat you and then then start rotating a safety over. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to. Um... But if they want to focus all their attention on Calvin Austin, they want to double team him. I'll, okay, okay. That's going to leave the door open for an Allen Robinson, for a Pat Fryermuth, who those two need to be more engaged in the offense, more targeted more. Or make, the, the, those two are going to have to step up big this game. I'd like to think that Coach Tallman has the ability to make in-game uh, adjustments meaning that we're probably going to need to resort to in-game adjustments quite mm-hmm. often, I think, because, again, we still not, we're not quite established on what it is that we do. Yep. Not only do not, you know, the other teams not know what we're going to do, we don't know what we're going to exactly. do. Exactly. And we don't know what's going to work for us. And uh, so, again, you know, I would expect this game to be very interesting. There are mm-hmm. two games tonight, Mike. Of course, we do play at 8-15. The other Monday night football game today is the New Orleans Saints. They are playing at Carolina against the Panthers. That game is at 7-15. But the uh, Monday night game, the latter, the uh, 8-15 start, I do believe it's going to be very interesting on top of, it, you know, always, always a good game playing division teams. And uh, just a quick reminder, last year, down the stretch when we played the Browns the second time, it was a Kenny Pickett versus Deshaun Watson matchup, mm-hmm. Watson matchup, and it was a 28-14 victory. So yes. unless they got that much better since the end of the season, I think this should be a good game, Mike. I don't think it's going to be a blowout on either side. I really don't, yeah. unless unless whatever that was that we saw last week with the Steelers yeah. wasn't something that we could just shake off. But uh, I, I'd like to think that this should be a pretty decent game, and I think we have a pretty good chance to win, to be honest. I I don't know. I, I'm going into this game really, really down. I, I Can we win this game? Yeah. But right now I'm, you know, I made my pick early in the week and I'm sticking by it. I think Cleveland's going to win, but I think we're going to, we're going to play a whole hell of a lot better than we did week one. We're going to shake the cobwebs off and, you know, we're going to, we're going to show that, okay, yeah, we're not a doormat of the league. We're going to be, you know, we're going to fight tooth and nail to the end. And I think week, week one was just one of those games, you know, where it's one of those shit happens games. Everything's going to have it to where you're like, you just don't have it that day. And it just happened to be week one. We didn't have it. And, you know, I like it, the, it happens. I like the fact that we played San Francisco first. It's it, it, it put things into perspective. Yeah. And two, I would have liked to have seen any other team in the league play San Francisco first and then come out with the same game that they came yeah. out with against Pittsburgh. I, I really think the game would have been similar. I don't think there would have been mm-hmm. too many teams that could have hung with that. Uh, but again, I do think that tonight's the night. I mean, it's either flag for a lot of people. It's, 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 um, you know, almost a bust situation where mm-hmm. if we go out and flop that this team stinks, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Steelers win tonight. I think at some point they have to show some kind of life and, and hopefully yeah. 
hopefully on a Monday night at home against Cleveland. Yeah. That, you know, that, that should be enough incentive for this team to go out and do what they're, uh, what they're hoping to do. Yeah. Cause we're, like I said, you know, the series are like what 20 and Oh, on Monday night football at home, like an 85% winning percentage after a Tallman team has lost by 20 points. It's, it's strange that it's happened 13 times, but that following week, you know, we respond, you know, we've won 10 out of the 13 times. So like I said, the history is there. Just my confidence in the team isn't there yet, but if the players, if, you know, if this team plays the way they should, like you said, the way they did down down the stretch, yeah, we we should win this game. See, that's the thing. We shouldn't be any worse than we were down the stretch. We should have been yeah. able to come in at that point or a little bit higher and, and work to build every week to make yeah. it a little bit better. We came in with the game that we came in with, and that that like I said. It really made a lot of people question yeah. this team. But again, you know what? Uh, we Down the stretch, we were good. We had a good draft. We had a nice offseason. For all that it's worth, I know everyone's going to come out and you and say those count, but preseason, you go 3-0, yep. and you come into this game, and all of a sudden something bad happens. I, I just I, there was so much good that happened all the way up until week one. I, I, I really I, – I'm hoping that it doesn't carry over. I think that things are going to come back together tonight. Yeah, sometimes you the just Raiders need Raiders next. The Ra- Who do you want better than, more than the Raiders? Yeah. We'll take these guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, you just need that that one game to, you know, you're, you get punched in the mouth repeatedly to take a step back and you know, just take a look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what, we got to – I need to figure my shit out. The team needs to figure their shit out. So, you know, it, I'm glad it happened week one because, you know, there's still a long way to go. If this would happen in, in the middle of the season, I think it would be more demoralizing. I think you know, that, it's week one. You can say, it, hey, you know, it's week one. We got a long way to go. Let's just regroup and go. And if there's any incentive to do better, well, I more. would say it would be Antonio Brown uh, <laughs> saying that he's going to be the next offensive coordinator. Come on. Oh, I mean, God. He, yeah, I, I think. Does the, anybody, does anybody yeah, really yeah, want this? Kenny, Kenny and the boys were like, oh, no, we're putting up 500 yards yeah. and 30 points. Okay, we're going out. We don't want this weirdo anywhere near the facility. Yeah. <laughs> Also, T.J. Watt tonight has the chance, Mike, to take the lead, the all-time lead in sacks on the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. roster, which is very impressive and how fast he accomplished that. Um, we will be doing some over and under here shortly, so don't let me uh, – so don't forget mm-hmm. we will be touching that when we do that. Mike, let's go over to last night's and yesterday's football games over the weekend, week two. Uh, of course, the first game of the weekend was the Ravens and the Bengals this game. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I think it's great. I think the Bengals sitting at 0-2, sitting in last place by mm-hmm. themselves at the moment, just by the way that numbers are, I think is amazing because this was a team that a lot of people were saying were gonna was going to be the team from the AFC that was going to go to the Super Bowl. Yes, they do have 15 games left. Yes, they are going to turn the ship around. But you know what? Right now is a lot of fun. Let's enjoy that. Oh, yeah. And Joe Burrow said he re-aggravated that calf injury. And that, that can be huge. You know, he love it. Yeah. And Derpy's favorite running back put on a nice performance yesterday. Yeah, you know, so two touchdown passing. You know, two hundred. You got you had two hundred forty yards. Thing about, so the Ravens team looked pretty good. The good thing about this week is you got all AFC North teams playing one another. I like this. This is when you mm-hmm. get to see some, yep. you know, see how things are going. As I said, again, Ravens win 27-24 over Cincy, and everybody knows that we do play the Browns here in about eight hours. Uh, second game, Mike Seattle, Seattle thirty-seven, the Lions thirty-one. I'm not surprised that Seattle won, but I am surprised that Seattle won. In a yeah. way, I thought that they were going to be a little bit better than what I seen last week, and they are. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the Lions were going to be a little bit better after I seen what I saw last week. And they, they, if they would have came out with the same intensity that they brought against the Chiefs, I think that they yeah. would have won this game. However, that's what I'm, I'm meaning when I say this. So there you have it: Seattle 37, Lions 31. Mike. Hey, 
All I got to say about that Seattle Lions game is I'm talking to America here. Excuse me. Yeah. Hey, you know, yeah, that man. the ref was the star of the show. Gino was trying to, you know, talk yeah. to him. He's like, no, I'm talking to America. They're more important hey. than you right now. Got to talk to the Americans. America. Uh, the Colts 31, the Texans 30. This game wasn't too much of a surprise. Most people, most people chose the Colts in this game. Texans look like they're going to be a pretty bad team this year. Yeah, but um, I, I do want to say CJ Stroud looked pretty good. Um, Anthony Richards, second game in the row, he leaves with a head injury, put himself in the concussion protocol. I, I, I hope, I, I hope he learns how to take care of himself because he was looking good throwing. He's looking good running. He's got to learn to protect yourself in the NFL now. These guys are a lot faster than the SEC. Uh, Buccaneers 27, Bears 17. That's not much of a surprise to me. However, you did mention to me, because it is, yes, Chase Claypool watch. Chase Claypool sort of, uh, caught a touchdown pass yesterday, Mike. Is this is this true? Is this it's correct? true. He caught a touchdown pass and um, whiffed on a block and then had a play where Fields threw it to him. He dropped, went through his hand. It was intercepted. He popped up, thought the play was over. And then kind of ran after the guy afterwards. So he had a he had a very mixed bag of a game. Quit on a play, quasi quit on a play, but came back and then caught a touchdown. It was a typical chase play cool play play pool game. You you know, you you saw the oh my god, he has the ability. Then oh my god, what are you doing? Oh my god, you you are a complete waste. Uh Buccaneers do go two and oh, which is a surprise to most people. And that's with Baker Mayfield behind Baker center. Mayfield, baby, so there three, you go. Three hundred yards and a touchdown. Uh, Chief 17, Jaguars 9. This game I thought was going to be good, and this game was good. Uh, you get Travis Kelsey back. You get your defensive line back to place, which, you know, he, he produces you a sack. Kelsey produces you a touchdown. You pretty much got back what you lost last week, which yep. you felt that you lost right last week. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think that uh, the Chiefs should really worry when you're missing a guy. Yeah. But, um, you know, Chiefs 17 on the road, Jaguars 9. I wouldn't be too down if I was the Jaguars. Again, uh, you're going to play a bunch of teams that aren't that good. You're going to end up with a good record. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think the Jags are going to end up winning in the South. 25 um 24 the falcons beat the packers mike this falcons team that played no no starter none right not one whatsoever played in the preseason none and here they are they're sitting at two and oh with a 25 24 win over jordan love and the packers yeah. this jordan love team that come out last week looked pretty damn good i mean jordan love and team looked good this week exactly. but nonetheless they just couldn't beat this atlanta falcons I, team. I, I, right now the the falcons are an early contender for you know surprise team of the year I I did not see this team doing this well. I'm still they still need to get Kyle Pitts involved in the offense. I think he has like two catches for 15 yards. That's not enough for a star tight end. The Raiders go down to the Bills. This, of course, is our next opponent. We travel out to Las Vegas next week on for a Sunday night game to play mm -hmm. the Raiders. Uh, but yesterday the Raiders go down 38 to 10 to Buffalo. I expected the Buffalo Bills yep. to get back at it uh, after week one. Against the Jets, I you know you you knew this team was better than that, and you knew that they were going to get their wins. And of course, as yeah. I mentioned with the last team, we are going to get our wins. As Buffalo is the Bills mafia, oh, I'm yeah. talking about they're going to get their wins again. Thirty-eight ten, that was no surprise to me. And Josh Allen, he had a bounce back game, three touchdowns. He he was looking like he knew Josh it was going to happen. Yeah, uh, Titans beat the Chargers. This one's a surprise Ooh. to me. I didn't think the Titans were really that good of a team. And yet I thought the Chargers were a little bit better of a team here. They went to the playoffs last year. Uh, ever since the big comeback, they kind of been limping along. Of course, they were up heavy on Jacksonville in the playoffs last year. Trevor Lawrence leads Jacksonville back to beat the Chargers, and they haven't won since. Here they are, the Chargers, with a 27-24 loss to the Titans. 
Um, make that make sense. The the Chargers, man, that, that's the organization where great players go to disappear. Yeah, Herbert, Keenan Allen, right now on this team, there's wasted talent, wasted talent. Uh, 49ers over Rams, 30 to 23. As I mentioned to Mike yesterday, when you're playing in the division, you, you know the team, you know what I mean? And, yep. and I think that's what really happened here. I don't think the Rams are that great. I think they're going to have some decent games. They have they have decent players left. Again, it's real mm-hmm. spotty. They're, they don't have spots filled. And, of course, that's going to lead to consistency problems down the road. 49ers get the win, 30 to 23. Uh, the Giants and the Cardinals, good Lord, Mike. <laughs> The Giants go the first five and a half quarters of the season not being able to score a single point. Cardinals go up big on them. Yes, Cardinals, mm-hmm. Dobbs, Connor, you know, this squad, they uh, they dropped the ball, Mike. The Giants, the Giants come back after that non-scoring issue, put up 31 points to win this game, 31 to 20, yeah. uh, 28, I'm sorry, over the Cardinals. Yeah, that. And... Yeah, the Giants got the win, but they end up losing Saquon Barkley. He has a bad ankle sprain, so we'll see how long he's out for. But I thought this Cardinals team was going to pull it out, man. The way they were playing, like Josh Dobbs was looking like a legit NFL starter there for a minute. And, you know, James Conner is looking like his old self, like he resurrected himself. But I I, I just don't know, man. This Giants team, are they for real? Did they, did they break, bounce back after that, that game against the Cowboys, or did the Cardinals just, you know, this is who they are. They're going to look good for a little bit and then just not win a whole lot. Jets uh, go down to the Cowboys. Oh. This game, 30-10. to 10. I think the Cowboys proved themselves as a legitimate uh, contender yesterday. I did watch this game. I, I thought to myself there wasn't really many holes in this team, and I think the big part of it is going to be the play and the execution of uh, Dak Prescott, if this dude could come out and play the way he played yesterday, if he could come out and play the way he played in the first game, mm-hmm. Mike, they scored 70 points in the first yeah. two games of the season. This, uh, you know, it comes down to Dak. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of other highly talented players on this team who are going to do a lot of things to make things happen. But at the end of the day, it comes down to your quarterback. In the quarterback play I seen yesterday, I, I was pretty impressed yeah, was with impressed. against yeah. a good Jets defense. Oh, yeah. And uh, talk about defense, that Cowboys defense, Micah Parsons. <laughs> I, I, why they gave uh, Makai Bet no help against uh, Micah Parsons made no sense to me. He ate his lunch from opening whistle to the final whistle. Game plan of that was pretty weird, pretty goofy to me. I, I don't know. I, no you know. I really didn't know what the Jets were doing from offense to defense at certain times in the game. It looks like they didn't know what they were doing on offense mm-hmm. or defense at certain times of the game. Uh, we'll continue to keep an eye on them because with Aaron Rodgers under center, they were considered to be a, comp- uh, a contender. Now with um, with Zach Wilson, not so much. So we're going to keep an eye on these Jets. Mike, the Commanders and Broncos, the, the game that I said last week that I really don't care too much about, ended up being a great game. Yeah. Uh, commanders yeah. were down big. Then they come back. They win. They win 35 to, thir- uh, 35 to 33. And this, Mike, this gives the NFC East seven wins and one loss at this point. The Commanders are 2-0. and the Eagles are two and zero. The um, uh, who's the other? Dallas is two and zero. And and luckily somehow the New York Giants are one and one. So this team is, or this conf- division is the most successful division at the mm-hmm. moment, with Sam Howell leading the Commanders to yeah. a two and zero record. It was it was going to go down to the Giants and the Commanders to you know it, to see the, how competitive this division was going to be because I think early on in the offseason we were talking it might just be. You know, the Cowboys and the Eagles and you know, the other two are also ranks. But now, you know, they're, this might be the best division in football. 
especially if Sam Howell can keep progressing the way he has, and if Daniel Jones can kind of round into a semblance of a form of last year where he was just an effective quarterback to run that offense. I, I think the NFC East could be the best division in football, which sickens me to say. Uh, finally, the, uh, the games played yesterday, last night, the Dolphins traveled to Foxborough to play the Patriots. And never at this game, and never in this game that I feel that the Patriots really had a chance to, or that they were going to win. I just thought that the Miami Dolphins were too good of a team, uh, which which kind of keeps things in limbo for me because I don't know what Miami Dolphins team we're going to see. The Miami Dolphins team that we went into last year's season talking about, there was a lot of people saying that this team was a contender. Then the two injuries started happening, mm-hmm. and then they weren't, and now they are. And so it's going to be a long road for this Miami Dolphins team. These next 15 games plus bye week, give it four uh, – Four, eight, 12, 16, four, four months left. So let's see where these Miami Dolphins are standing in December before we can start talking about them. But right now they look pretty good. They have decent players at all their all their skill positions. I look for them to win a lot of football games. And, uh, you know, again, the Patriots were the Patriots. This is where they're at right now. I don't, I, I'm not too surprised by the outcome of this game. I'm not either. And I think the outcome of this game is why. Why? It's only you and I here today and not Derpy. Maybe. Just maybe. I, you know what? I'm thinking, you know, he he – he chose to back the dark Lord that is Bill Belichick in the evil empire. That is the new England Patriots to win. And he he's nowhere to be found. Very peculiar. It is today. It was uh, tomorrow. We'll we'll touch on the picks because officially we wanted to get through every game before we do. So I I think Mike is referring to the dolphins and Patriots game, which was a uh, a decider. We'll put it to you that way. Yeah. He's a little baby. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's go into some uh, over under. For the game tonight, you ready? Right. I'm re- I'm ready. All right, half sack. Here we go. <laughs> Over under. Does TJ Watt uh, half sack? Over or under? Does he break oh, the record? I'm taking the over. TJ's going to get his sack. All right. How about Pat Fryermuth half touchdown? Taking the under. The under. He he needs he needs a but I'm taking the under. Um, over under George Pickens three receptions. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. He should easily get at least four to five. Steelers defense over under one and a half turnovers caused. Ooh, oh, 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 oh. this is a tough one. Um, yeah, I'm taking the over. I'm okay. taking the over. Yep. Steelers offense, one and a half touchdown or turnovers committed. Hmm. Over under one and a half touchdowns committed. Taking the over or turnovers right. committed. Yeah, I'm taking over on the turnovers. It's gonna be a kind of a crazy game. It's gonna be one of those, it's gonna be a turnover. It's gonna be a sloppy game. Boswell, two and a half field goals over or under. I'll take the over. Alex Highsmith, half sack over or under. Taking the under. Miles Garrett half sack over or under. Ooh, see, I have a blog post up about the battles between Dan Moore and uh, Miles Garrett. Um, I think he's going to get us at least one sack. Taking okay. the over. Yeah. Uh, Chubb a hundred yards. Over. Notable Pittsburgh Steeler injury. Half. A half notable injury. Uh, under. I'm taking the under. We had too many last week. I'm taking the under. 
and here's one that I know that you'll enjoy. Have a, have, have at it. I'm going to give you my, my, my blessing today. Kenny, a half interception. Kenny's throwing. He's going to throw two picks tonight. I, uh, that, that secondary is so good. They're so active. Uh, the, the way he was so inaccurate last week, missing receivers. I, I, if he plays like that, I'm taking the over. And there we go. That is the over-under for the week. So there you go, everybody. Tonight, Monday Night Football, the Browns at the Steelers. I, I'm chomping at the bit here, man. We, we, I know that you don't like the Monday Night game. And generally, you know, I, I, you know, I know a lot of people don't because it kind of interferes with their it's life with schedule. If I didn't have to work early in the morning, I'm all about the Monday Night game. See, most people don't have anything to do on a Sunday afternoon. And, and I get that. And I, you know, and I understand entirely. Uh, tonight, 8-15, the Browns at the Steelers. This one's going to – it should be a big one, guys. should be a big uh, one. I'm – I'm like so nervous about this game. You gave me free reign to go after Kenny, and I I didn't have it in me. That's all right. I was going to go after nervous I, I am about Barkley earlier when we talked about how the uh, the Giants weren't good last week, and they ended up being good this week after the injury. But you know what? He got we have, late in the game. He got we have late the rest. The we have the rest of our lives, Mike. We do have to move on. Uh, the Pirates <laughs> did they win Game Three of the three games set against the Yankees yesterday, three to two, taking their record up to seventy and 80, 70 and eighty on the season. Uh, Mike, that's 150 games. They have 12 games left. They're sitting at 70 and 80. This is some place that I know that nobody's really surprised where the Pirates are. This is probably where you expected them to be. Um, after 20 and eight start, I, I think a uh-huh. lot of people hope them to be higher. Uh, but you know, since that point, we've only won 50 games out of out of all the rest of the games we played over about, about 90 more games. But you know what? They did beat the Yankees in Game Three. They traveled to Wrigley to play the Cubs tomorrow, starting a three-game series. So if you're still hanging in there, I, I bless your heart if you are. But um, there you have it, the Pirates. It was a failure of a season after the great start that they had. It was a brutal their, season, man. And the only player who showed any growth and development was, you know, Brian Hayes. Outside of that, there's really nothing to write home about this. It was a terrible season. It was a terrible season. Why don't you write home about the website, Mike? The two dumbyinzers.com, the number two D U M Y I N Z R S dot com. Head on over there. Uh, like I said, you know, my god, click on the links, um, tab, take you for everywhere you need the two dumb yinzers. Uh, click on the blog. Uh, I got a new one up today about uh, Miles Garrett versus Dan Moore. You know, how they've been going at it. Dan Moore, you know, that lowly fifth round pick, Miles Garrett, number one overall. It, it, it's been an even battle between the two. Miles has won some, Dan's won some too. So it's going to be. You know, check that out on the blog. Uh, historically, Miles Garrett hasn't really had much of an effect on us. He hasn't done no. that. Let's like everyone else us. he does. But so let's just us. hope that that trend continues yep. again. I don't even know what, what what brings that because we haven't had a great line over the past couple of seasons. I, I know. But you know what? Tonight's another. Today's another day. Yep. Um, so check it out, everybody. www.the2dumbyinzers.com. Again, www.the2dumbyinzers.com. Go check it out. A lot of cool things over there. Mike, are you ready for some the, the last? And this is why I, I also am pissed at Derby because this is the last Cleveland trivia for, for now. We will be getting it back to it, getting back to it for the second time we play Cleveland, second time around. But Mike, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Which Browns player was voted to every Pro Bowl the for every year that he played? Which Browns player was voted to the Pro Bowl for every year he played. I'm going to start out by giving you choices. Here right. we go. Was it A, was it Ozzie Newsom? Was it B, Otto Graham, C, Jim Brown, or D, 
Joe Thomas. Take a moment to think that over. Mike, we will give you the answer here in one moment. We are live every day, everybody, from Monday to Sunday, every day, 1130 right here. And also, if you'd rather listen to the show in podcast form, we got you covered. The brand new podcast we do live every day, we upload at 8 o'clock p.m. over on Spotify. So you can check that out anytime, put in your buds, take a ride in a car, whatever you want to do. You can listen to that show live, um, brand new every day. The live show is uploaded at 8 p.m. on Spotify. All right, Mike, the question of the day, of course, is the Browns. The question is this, which Browns player was voted to the Pro Bowl every year that he played? Was it the great tight end, Ozzie Newsome? Was it the uh, legendary Otto Graham? Was it the, you know, one of the best, Jim Brown? Or even this, you know, this guy who was no schlub here, the Hall of Famers of yeah. about a month ago, Joe Thomas. Mike, who do you think it is? My my initial two were either uh, Jim Brown or Joe Thomas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Joe. I'm going to go Joe Thomas. Go and Joe Thomas. All right. Go That's Joe a good Thomas. pick, Mike. I, I don't think picking Joe Thomas is bad. I think for none anybody. of them were bad picks. You know, you hear these names, you think, how could this team have been so bad for so long? I know. That's, you what, know? I, that's why it would suck to be a Browns fan. Absolutely. <laughs> Got you locked in, Mike, in that spot. Which Browns player was voted to every Pro Bowl for every year that he played? Was it A, Ozzie Newsome, B, Otto Graham, C, Jim Brown, D, Joe Thomas? Mike chose Joe Thomas, of course. The answer, Mike, was C. I just, you know what? Anytime I hear anything Cleveland-related, you just say Jim Brown, and you're I usually know. right. I, I was, But that was why I gave you the selections. I didn't give you the option. I figured you might have went Jim Brown first instinct. Mm -hmm. Let me throw you off a little bit with these other names. So it, it did work, Mike. But that was a good guess, good pick. And guess what? That is the last of the Browns. We're going to be hearing the questions, at least. We're going to be hearing from for a while. So Good. Tired of talking about them. Yeah. One more day to talk about them. Ugh. His dog pound and that little elf. And I mean, that's just what I hate the, the dog pound. Grown men dressing up as dogs barking. How much more pathetic can you get? Uh, what are you, uh, Jagovic? Jagovic over there? Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're, uh, I like they, it. When the, the, that fat fuck was in Congress dressed yeah. up as the dog, but get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Morons. I love them. Love them. Love I, big I'm dogs. I'm just jealous that I just don't have that passion for sports right. anymore. <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> uh, we do, we do thank everybody for checking us out. As always, we yes. appreciate every one of you. Um, Mike, do you have anything before we take off? Uh, before, we, before we fill our socks with doorknobs and go find Derpy. You know what? I yeah, I'm derpy. I'm calling derpy out. You know, <laughs> you 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 thought you were the man by copying every single one of my picks and then going with Belichick. This is what you get. You're too afraid to show yourself on the show that we graciously invited you to and made it, you a part of. This is how you repay us. It was an interesting strategy. I can say, and I've never um, seen anybody use it, but it did backfire. Derpy's probably watching the show as we speak. The plan did backfire. Her. We backfired will get big time. We will get more into that. Um, yeah, it, it was interesting. Very, very interesting strategy. But I hope the Steelers follow the uh, the path that you're creating, Mike. They lost week one. You lost week one. But you did win week two of your picks. So win, just maybe, just maybe two. you beat you. Um, you know, you, you, you spread some of your magic in the air and it'll get picked up by the Steelers tonight. We'll win. What do you think? Well, we'll see. We, I, I hope so. I, so even though I did pick the Browns, I do in my heart, in my heart, I hope. I hope the Steelers win. Mike, any last words before we get ready to take off? Uh, no, I got nothing. Let, let the kickoff. Let's get here now. I'm ready. That's what to I'm go. saying. It's I'm game, ready now. Game day, baby. 8-15 tonight. 
the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers Monday Night Football. It really doesn't get much bigger than this no, at this point not. of the season for us as Steeler fans. This is a big one. Let's beat the dogs, everybody. For two dumb yinzers, Mike, myself, have a great day. Enjoy the game, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.